1: But what I realized is that the Lord was working out uh stuff in my heart that I had you know I had I had made a career in music and the money and the fame and the friendships and all that stuff. I had made that into really, it was just idolatry. It was like it was like I didn't functionally, I didn't believe that Jesus was sufficient. And that what he had for me was sufficient, you know, functionally, I was putting my hope and my trust in these other things, even though, you know, I was definitely a Christ follower.
2: What were the things that you were doing that made that evident? So as you look back now, you you can think, exactly. hey, these are the the things that I was thinking, feeling, doing that make it so clear now that I can see it from the other side, that I wasn't prioritizing God in my life, that I was making an idol out of this career
1: hmm. Well, because I was devastated and I was dep- I was so upset and in turmoil and anxious and striving and jealous. And it was like there w- the fruit of the spirit there of peace, joy, yeah. you know, this walking in surrender like like t- like right now I have a really big project. That's that's in the works and. And there's a lot of investment on the line, there's a lot of Other people's money. There's a lot of other people's time. There's my time. There's my money, and uh, it's a ministry thing. But if it doesn't go, I'm gonna be okay, you know. Whereas 20 years ago, if it didn't go, I was gonna be devastated, feeling awful about myself. You know, jealous of everybody else who was. You know, it's so it's like I'm in this place right now where I'm like, okay, this is hard. I'm having to trust the Lord, but my, where my foundation is in the Lord is so much different than where it was, yeah. you know, all those years ago. Isn't
2: that such a freeing feeling when you can look at something that in a different part of your life or maybe to other people would be, would be it. It would be their entire life's worth is wrapped up in yeah. the success or failure of this project, this investment, this company, uh, this pursuit and to be able to trust in God and say, Hey, You know, even if this falls flat, even if this backfires and I get hurt, I get stung, I'm still gonna be all right. I'm still gonna keep moving. I'm gonna be fine and I've I've accepted that unknown outcome. It's something that I pray for a lot is the acceptance of whatever the outcome is going to be. I pray that I can accept the success or the failure that comes with this pursuit. Uh, because that's that's what it means to transfer that worry to God, to give our struggles over to Jesus is to say, even if this doesn't work, I've accepted it. I'm not writhing in it. I'm not wishing it were different. I'm not asking God why. And I think a lot of people who are not, um, it, it, that is really hard to understand for our modern culture that you, Kelly, Finger. could pursue something important to you, but be at peace with the outcome. A lot of times people say that's indifference. That that means you don't really care. You're not as motivated. How could you it- not really want this? You. It sounds like you don't want it to work out. It's like, no, I, I do want it to work out, but my want is not greater than God's want. And if God wants it to not work out, it's going to not work out and that's going to be okay with me.
1: Yeah. And it's still like, you know, it's still a struggle like anything, you know, I'm having to temper some of the things that I want to do or, you know, because I am a driver and I I push and I, you know, I want to see things succeed. But yeah, I mean, the Lord's just taught me a lot about my own pride and my own glory and all of those things And it, it. And there is just such a joy and a peace. And like you said, a freedom when we're walking with him in surrender to what he has, while also really doing the best that we possibly can, and and pursuing success, whatever that looks like.
3: I think it's about finding a, an appropriate balance between the freedom that you give yourself to adapt and change as you as you're striving towards a plan, and being so you know dedicated to something that that it just crushes you if this plan you thought you were supposed to do didn't work or didn't go to completion. It, it's finding that balance because you're, you're right. You say if you if you rotate too far to the side that you were talking about, saying where you say, "Well, you know, just I'll I'll go easygoing, whatever happens happens, and this is just you know my life." Uh, that's going to look undisciplined, right? It's
2: not about a, a lack of discipline. It's I the people who can't actually turn their fears and their worries and their anxieties to to God if they can't do that, they will interpret your lack of concern with the outcome or your lack of attachment to the outcome. Rather, it's not that you're not concerned. You're not attached to the outcome. You're not, you don't identify with the outcome. Your self-worth is not determined by the outcome. For people that don't have God in their life, they interpret that as indifferent. It's not that, I mean, Kelly, you're not going to go approach this just because you've turned over your uh, reservations about the outcome to God. You're not going to approach it after whatever guy's gonna take care of it i don't have to try hard you're not gonna do that
1: yeah it's like you said your identity where are you finding your identity in your self-worth and your happiness and that's a big piece in all of this
3: well how do you think you balance that between finding your identity in something that you were devoted to um and it's easy to to ridicule things that are inherently negative. In other words, if you look at somebody who is attaching an identity to a destructive habit, um, you know, and there, there's lots of those, lots of those we can name, versus something that we see as more virtuous, right? In other words, I'm going to go and I'm going to get into health or, you know, I'm, I'm going to work out a lot or this is a political ideology that I believe in or a social cause mm-hmm. that that i feel strongly about and because you feel strongly about it coupled with the fact that it is seen as virtuous it would it would seem that it would be easy to devote a lot of time supplanting god in our lives having that become uh our god because if there's a void in our lives we're going to fill it with something All right, and we see it all right. the time with people who sort of make a certain ideology or a certain identity that's, that's what they're all about. And it, it pushes everything else more meaningful to the, to the margins.
1: Listening to that, I was just, my head's kind of going to different parts of scripture and, and like you talk about a balance and those things. I, I always go back to that. The Lord created us. He gave us work to do right. Even before the fall in the garden, like we were, we were to work, we were to matter. We were to have influence. We were to have impact. So all of that's good, to to want to succeed, to want to have success, to want things to work out, to want to matter, to want our lives to matter. I mean, I think that's all part of God's design. It's his intention. Uh, it's it's good that we are seeking those things. But when those become, as, as Pastor Tim Keller says, when those things become ultimate things, when it's like we're going to be devastated, we're going to die if this doesn't work out, we're going to have no, our life is going to have no meaning. We're going to be depressed. We're going to be angry. We're, you know, then we know, okay, wait a minute. Now the success has, has supplanted the Lord in my life.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I I think that can be a filter for determining whether or not that has inappropriately supplanted God is that if this, you know, I'm putting too much of my own evaluation of my self-worth on it. I guess, is that what you're saying?
1: Or if you're in total fear, that's another big, to me, like fear is such a sign of idolatry. Like not, not, we're going to be afraid. I mean, that's a natural thing. We see that over and over and over that human beings are, we're given to fear on some level. But when we're just, when we can't sleep at night because we're playing this thing out and like, uh, what if this doesn't, investment doesn't work out or what if this time or what if I... Look like an idiot, or you know what I mean? Then that's another kind of indicator that we're not resting in what the Lord has for us.
2: Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't think it's a balance. God doesn't say, give me uh, (laughs) a little bit of your concerns. He doesn't say, give me the majority of their concerns so I can carry most of it and you can carry the rest. He says, turn them all, turn them all over to me. And, you have to do that in order to achieve true peace is you have to say, I am 100% detached from this outcome. And to your point, Kelly, will I maybe as a, as a human with flaws, uh, as a sinner, I'm not able to always or even ever completely detach 100%, completely give 100% of my worry. It's, a, it's an aim. It's like, I want to be like Christ. I'm never going to be Christ. I'm never going to be perfect but it's something to aim at. And we have that within our business, right? We're going to, I'm going to set a B-hag. Maybe I can never, ever actually get there, but it's an aim. It's the biggest aim I can
3: think of. No, it is. There's some balance. I mean, if, if no, you're not, you're, you're not, not you're missing are it. you saying you don't care if you reach your goals? That's not what I said at all. Well, that's, that's not no, what that's I'm not saying what I said. No, it's I'm not saying. balance. You've got it's enough not balance, so. man. Okay. It's, I'm not it's saying it's 50-50 back. balance, but there is some component of mattering, of, of having some concern about what. The goals are that you reach. You can't just go through life saying, "Oh, I don't care." You know, whatever. Happens, it's not
2: happens. about not. Ca- if if what you mean by not caring is not pursuing them, for uh, you know, fervently, then no, I don't say don't care. You should really care. You should right. pursue it wholeheartedly. Right. But that's not what I said. I didn't say don't care and don't pursue <laughs> it. I didn't say don't pursue it. I said. Don't attach your identity to the outcome. Don't worry about the outcome. Don't focus on the outcome. If you focus on the pursuit, hey, I'm going to do this uh, and I'm going to pursue it 100%. If it blows up, it could blow up due to a number of reasons outside of my control. It could blow up because, uh, you know, if I'm trying to build this beautiful, amazing business and we're going to serve the poor and we're going to, you know, we're going to save puppies and we're going to do everything that is good and true in the world. And the business still fails. Well, why'd the business fail? It could have, it could have failed because of natural disaster. It could have failed because of economic crisis. It could have failed because of things so much bigger than anything that I could have handled. So I can't look at it and say, well, this is, this is the testament of my faith in God is whether this business succeeds. This is uh, you know, God's gonna bless me with this success because I'm pursuing Him relentlessly. No, when I was talking to a friend of mine, a business owner, about my own company, and I said, "Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm, we're trying to achieve these goals and this goal." He goes, "Why are you nervous about it?" I go, "I'm not nervous that it's gonna happen." He goes, "Wait, so you're not confident?" I go, "No, I, I am, I'm, I guess I'm confident, but I'm not like." confident that it's going to happen. I'm confident it's a good aim, but I'm not confident that it's going to happen. Well, do you not trust that God will provide for you? I go, I trust that he will provide, but you're totally misinterpreting what it means to provide. That's not necessarily going to mm-hmm. give me a successful business. God, right. th- God doesn't promise us anything like that. And so right. for us to focus on the right. outcome, that's not, that's not what God calls us to do.